God dang it, Bobby, just grab the brisket. Brisket. Mmm, smells like brisket. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast we call Grab in the Brisket. This podcast is basically going to be us just bullshitting and cutting up and having fun and we're going to talk barbecue and we're going to talk probably a lot of stuff not related to barbecue. My name is James. Uh, let's go around the horn and we can get an introduction to the voices uh, that you're going to be hearing. My name is John. I'm, uh, for the most part, running the switchboard. Yeah. John's the producer. What's up, my dudes? My name's Alden. I will just be sitting back and listening to these guys talk sometimes. I'll give you some opinions every now and again. So, what we got over here? Awesome. Yeah. Uh, my name's Jan, and yeah, I'm super excited. This is our first one, and we're going to totally kill this. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, this is great. I mean, we got like kind of like just a great group of guys here with all different kinds of backgrounds and work occupations and whatever, and barbecue and all that stuff just kind of brought us together and we have our own uh, competition cook team called chasing more smoke we win sometimes we we have a lot of fun uh doing it but uh, we thought we'd play around and come up with a little podcast and see where it goes let me clarify i would say our team wins more than we don't win that, that is no, true doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah i mean like so somebody asked me the other day is like where do you like how good is y'all's team i was like we're probably a top 50 team right now in our area ibca yeah we're not we're not slacking we're not like we're out competing so yeah consistent top five every competition yeah no doubt except for kids limited consistent top five i agree 100 percent. you know you know so we're gonna talk about i mean what's on the agenda today james i mean today i mean well it's gonna be as we move on i mean we're gonna develop our own little segments and stuff like that but we're gonna talk about barbecue and more specifically barbecue sauces and Barbecue sauce. Everyone's, uh, yeah, sauce, getting sauce. Uh, everyone's opinion on, you know, we do these competition barbecues, and it seems more and more lately that it's how good is your sauce, right? I mean, you really don't taste the meat. I mean, you don't taste the seasonings. Hey, let's go ahead and just cover it with barbecue sauce, and let's go ahead and cover it with glaze and sugar and candy and all that type of stuff. So, I mean, it's uh, I'm going to try to get everybody's opinion on the subject. I mean, do you think it's 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 bad or good or i mean i don't know but that that's number one on the 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 agenda and then but before we get i guess too far into the barbecue uh and get down into the meat and potatoes so to speak i got a few questions that i want to ask you guys and just so you know the listeners or or uh the the people can kind of get to know you guys the people the people i mean do, sure the the listeners do we call them listeners or i think we call them the people the people. It's the people, man. It's all about the people. I call them mega fans. What's that again? Mega fans. Mega oh, fans. Okay, okay. Yeah, that'll yeah. work. All right. Yeah. Well, let's start with the people. Okay. All right. Sounds better than listeners. Cause Let, let's let's start with a couple of questions here, and I'm going to go to Alden uh, right off the bat. If you were a wrestler, what would be your entrance theme song? <sighs> That's a pretty loaded question, man. It depends. Am I a good wrestler or am I a bad wrestler? Am I going to a heavyweight fight? You tell me. All right, so if I'm going to like a heavyweight fight, uh, my probably intro song, <laughs> it's got to be a charged up song though, right? Right. I mean, it's got to be, tempo's got to be up, so you, you run think, into yeah. the ring, you know what I mean? Yeah, you would You think. can't walk out to like a slow song, right? I mean, it's got to be like, Thunderstruck's probably a good song, 
I saw but the I, choice. I think, I think people do that for boxing or anything. Or Turo guy, so did like ACDC for boxing. Yeah. Is, yeah. is that what you're saying? Yeah. 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 I, the whole time you're talking, I was like ACDC. I couldn't answer so fast. ACDC. Yeah. And that, and that's probably <laughs> a good song. You know, you're yeah, coming in the ring. You're about to go to battle, right? So. Yeah, that's, track, man. Sure. that's probably sure. a good song. But if I had to pick one, yeah, you have to pick. I, one. that's the thing. I would. <laughs> I'm actually going to get to rap with this one because I'm going to tell you, "One More Road to Cross" by DMX would probably be my next song to go into a wrestling match because somebody's like, "Well, this guy's got to cross more road." I'm like, "All right, I got one more road to cross, one more risk to take." So my yeah, that DMX song, that song would be that probably be my walk up song, my yeah. interest song, yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Solid. Hey, nice. great. Uh, Jan, hey, what was the worst job you have ever had to do? And I, know, I know you had multiple, you know, you've bounced around through, you know, different companies or whatever. And I'm, I'm not asking you to try to be specific and call out an employer or whatever because, you know, we don't want to get anybody in trouble. He uh, wants okay, the yeah. meat and so potatoes. I, I've got this. Uh, I once had a job where I had to work in a dry chemical powder room uh, where all we did all day was fill extinguishers it was absolutely the worst job i've ever had um i used to come home at night uh headaches um and have just a lot of chemical on my head and brain and whatever else so i'm probably gonna die soon from this <laughs> but yeah it was the worst job thank you nice nice john uh what's the weirdest food you've ever eaten i don't know Denny's if this is food. considered like a weird food but for me with my, my history and psyche and whatnot, frog legs. Do you know me? I hate frogs. I yeah. hate frog legs. That was weird. Yeah. John, it was disgusting. John has what a, was uh, weird? What uh, was weird a really it, bad phobia of frogs. And I, I don't know what the, the, the terminology is. I'm sure there's a word for it. Probably. Yeah. But what, I, I'm curious. What was weird? You know, for your frog legs, was it? I don't like frogs. Eating a frog, yeah. the texture. Yeah, it's it's, it's freaking frogs. disgusting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't want to look at them, let alone put them in my mouth. But somebody was like, hey, you right. should try it. So right. I, yeah. I did. Was it good? It tastes like chicken. Tastes like chicken. <laughs> nice. That's nice. very Tasty. true. That's very true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Have yeah. you had alligator? Yeah, I've had gator. Yeah? What does it taste like? Like chicken. It tastes like chicken. That's what they say. So what else we got, Mr. James Mo? Uh, not much, man. Uh, how's y'all's weekend been so far? Weekend's been phenomenal. We got to enjoy this beautiful Sunday today all together. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, it is hot, by the way. I mean, we're 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 recording in. Uh, I guess we really don't have a, a, a the garage pod. It's kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. Sure. And we're, we're uh, in Houston, and it's five million degrees outside. I mean, it's just it's pretty it's, hot. It's pretty hot and humid and humid. And humid. What yeah. was the movie? Or it's like uh, throw them all from the train. And you know, Billy Crystal trying to come up with like the night was, the night was, and then she walks in and goes sultry, sultry. Yeah, hey, it's very sultry here. Just let you know. That's a pretty good word, actually. That describes that encapsulates everything of of what we're going through right now. But it's still comfortable. You know, it's not freezing cold. Kids can get in the pool. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. So I don't know. What's the what's the worst weather you've ever been through? Goddamn hurricane, man. Hurricane, yeah. Uh, Harvey? Us, leave, us, leave, us living here, for sure. Yeah. 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 We had, uh, I mean, it was pretty scary there for a while. I mean, the water's just rising up, and we were fortunate on our street, um, in our neighborhood, we didn't, the street flooded, but none of the houses, sure. none, none of the water got into the houses. But, I mean, it was, uh, 
few days it was pretty uh pretty intense and as the water just keeps rising and rising up and you're like man is this is this gonna end or you know but we had fun we we kind of made light of the whole situation and then we had uh i think we uh recorded a couple of videos doing some weather uh uh, forecasting and, and predictions, <laughs> yes. yeah. like, really like Wayne yeah. Delchefino, that like, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just, um, just yeah, getting well, blown away by the wind and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So there was a, a lot of drinking involved in those yeah. heavy downpours. Yeah, yeah. We uh, counted over two hundred beers. Yeah, in that's that. a lot of beer. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Coors Light. Appreciate yeah. you. <laughs> they, they definitely got through us. Got us through uh, some some rough times yeah. there. A lot of barbecue. Yeah, uh, and I mean just. Remembering just sitting out there in the rain in two lawn chairs with the speaker and it, our street was just like a river. It was like we were just sitting on the bank of a river. That was fantastic. Yeah. That was my favorite time during Harvey. But then again, a lot of people's houses got destroyed and yeah, that is very true. It yeah, sucked. You know, a lot of people's demise. Like we didn't get that. You know, the yeah. brunt of the you know the storm actually. But and for us, you know, we had time to take off work, so we yeah. made it a party. You know what I mean? And uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, there's a lot of people that. You know, their heartache, they're still dealing with it today. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, shout out to, to Hurricane Harvey survivors that actually had to deal with it. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I mean, we, we went through it. They, they've they gone through it. They've prospered or whatever you want to call it. But persevered. Yeah, yeah. persevered. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of people have uh, developed, uh, what would you call, not anxiety, but. Um, My daughter. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where I mean, yeah. if it rains hard, you you get you know, pretty psyched out and you're like, crap, yeah, is gonna it going to happen again? It's going to flood. It's, it's almost flood. like, like what would you call like post-traumatic stress disorder oh, sure. or whatever. Yeah. My, my sure. son, uh, John John, he's 16. He does not have that. He's like, I wish we would have another hurricane so I could get a week off of school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah kids are just, they're, they're, they're not, they're not right at that age. Uh, it's I mean, all about, I, I pretty much, I said that myself. Like I want to get another week off of work. You know, uh, a lot of people suffered. I don't. I don't wish another hurricane on us. Oh, no, I had a no, fantastic yeah, week, no other than one or two nights of stressing. Yeah. But I do like when it gets like cold and maybe it snows a little bit, uh, or gets like kind of icy or whatever. I mean, this city just shuts down. Yes. Like employers, are like, oh no, don't, don't come into work today. Yeah. I mean, last year I think we had a what a snow day or, or we did we did have a snow day at ten it, in the morning. Yeah, and it was like it's a drinking day. Thirty-two degrees outside with yeah. some snow. Yes. We got the heaters yeah. going. Now we're now we're just, we make it a drinking day. Those yeah. cities awesome. are laughing. Yes, yeah. yeah. no, no, they are. Yeah, we woke up like four in the morning and the snow's falling. And we're like yanking kids out of bed. Like <laughs> kids, it's snowing. We're making like snowmen. Well, little tiny snowman, like yeah, you're not making it. Snow. It only snowed maybe uh, a quarter inch. an inch or right. half an inch. Hurry up, it's melting. It's yeah. still enough snow. Yeah, you can get them out there before it's it melts. Still enough snow. Still enough snow to make a snowman. You can't make a snow family, but you can make a snowman. Right, right. Okay, well, hey, let's let's get down to business and we'll, we'll talk a little barbecue. Uh, more specifically, um, barbecue sauces and barbecue sauces in competitions. I mean, should it and we're certainly I, not guilty of. I mean, when we do ribs and chicken, um, we sauce the crap out of these things, and it literally—it's just. Candy. Is that where the, the competition is going, though? Yeah, you know, nowadays, it's and, uh, and that's what I'm kind of so wondering. Not so much in the meats, in the sauce, you know. In the beginning of doing these competitions, they say no barbecue sauce, right? No sure. sauce, and now that's kind of like, uh, you can sauce, but you have to do it while you're cooking. You can't sauce it when it's in a box, but like, what is the difference? Right. 
it's there shouldn't be any difference. Should right? we clarify? We're talking IBCA. Yeah, yeah we, we compete in IBCA, uh, and, I, and we haven't really had any uh, um, experience in in some of the other competitions, whether it's the Lone Star Barbecue Society, I think it's what it's called, um, KCBS. I, those rules may be a little bit different. I don't know, but for us in IBCA, like you could you could sauce, but you have to do it while you're cooking. You can't just throw sauce on it when it's in the box. So how would they know the difference? You know, somebody that's just a novice cooker, how would they know? Like, all right, you got this turning box. Yeah. Like you can you can sauce at this point, and you can sauce you can't sauce at this well, point. Pooling, right? You're, you're, you're well, pooling, sure, we pooling. understand that, no, but, but yeah, that's what they look for. Pooling sauces, they would see that big just goop of sauce, and then yeah, that's what you would be able to know at that point. But I I I really think that like if you go back 20 years ago when we first started doing this competition cooking. Nobody sauced. There was no sauces on chicken. There's no sauces on ribs. Right. At all. Mm-hmm. Things change. Everything evolves. Everybody used, it was like brown sugar, brown sugar glazed. They just packed it on there and just let it melt, you know. That, 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 that was the original glaze that everybody used. Now okay. we have like. Well, before, okay, and not to cut you off there, uh, yeah. but before we get into that discussion or that debate, let's, let's go back and kind of like do a little history of like barbecue sauce. Where did it come from? Who created it first? Uh, why was it created? I mean, uh, in all my research that, that I did, and when I say all my research, I mean, it was basically like a Friday afternoon, you know, uh, Googling and Wikipedia. Google. And, and, Google. Yeah. And so <laughs> I come up with a few few different things um, on barbecue sauce that I thought was pretty interesting. I think the origins of barbecue sauce is kind of up in a question because, I mean, people have been using sauces and and all that type of stuff cooking with it going back ages some of the articles i read that that the origins of barbecue sauce was like created around the the first american colonies in the 17th century so i mean that's that's quite a bit wow. uh, back then one that was, long, uh, that was a long time ago that, yeah that was a long time ago one myth that, that, I, that I came across was is that that i guess some people um, believe barbecue sauces and the vinegars and all that type of stuff was created to cover up the taste of like meat going bad, spoiling meat or whatever. But Obviously, they didn't have fridges around, you know, in those days. So yeah. it was like a masking agent almost. I, I guess, guess you could say. Some preserve it, it. Correct. Yeah. It, but if it's rotten meat, it's spoiled. I don't care if you put barbecue sauce in it, you're still going to get sick. So it, basically, articles like, okay, so it makes it more palatable uh, so you can eat it. But if you sure. get sick and. E. coli and blah blah blah, and you're you know peeing you out your butthole and uh, yeah, they probably didn't realize any of that shit. No, then. because they're you think about like, oh, it tastes better. It's probably fine. Yeah, well, you think about it, they're killing like a a, a a large animal. They they're either got to eat all that in one day. How do they preserve it? You know, right. so they get, well, they get cured. How yeah. do they? So, that's yeah. what, that's what I'm Salt. getting. At. Like, so, how do they yeah, cure it? So they just yeah. cured it. Like, yeah, yeah, that's how they, they, they preserve. But how would they so, figure that out though? Well, you, you died. <laughs> well, exactly. So trial and error. Yeah, that was, shit didn't work. It was TNA. Uh, it was trial and error for sure. Well, yeah, back in the day, so, it's like you get a very, very bad case of uh, food poisoning, uh, where you're throwing up and and diarrhea. I mean, a lot of cases. I mean, that could be a death sentence for some people. I mean, that, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Back in that day, I mean, they can't just go to the corner store and get some uh, nausea medicine and some uh, Gatorade and. You know, they yeah. can't get no Pepto-Bismol. Pepto-Bismol, so Pepto-Bismol, Pepto-Bismol yeah. man, come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so and then 
then I came across his article um, and all this information I got from AmazingRibs.com. I mean, it's a it's a pretty badass uh, website that anybody that's into barbecuing or wants to try um, to get into barbecue. I mean, it has a ton of recipes. It has a ton of like how tos, uh, whether you want to cook ribs or brisket or whatever. But they had this article called uh, "History of Barbecue Sauce," and where I got a lot of this information from. A little excerpt that I stole from them says like in in 1539. Hernando de Soda. Am I saying that right? Yeah. It's no good idea. for my dialect. Yeah. <laughs> Never met the guy. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he landed uh, in Tampa Bay, Florida. Uh, he brought nine ships uh, and more than 600 men, far more than what the Mayflower carried over, which was 102. Uh, so he brought, and he wasn't interested in settling down or anything like that. He, he was looking for gold and silver. He, that dude was trying to get paid. He's like, I, I need to... Get that He's trying to yeah. So it wasn't like the Nina and the, what is it, Pinta and the Santa Maria. What is that? Who's that, Columbus? Did you say who was that, Columbus? Uh, you don't, <laughs> don't know, know who Christopher was. Columbus was? <laughs> I know he was a sailor God at one it. point, right? Yeah, he was, he was a sailor. <laughs> Nina and the Pinta and the Santa Maria, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. So this guy, he uh, probably more than 80 years before the Mayflower landed here, he came uh, with a ship loaded with like hogs and vinegar and all this stuff and so he settles down in florida looking for his gold and i'm sure he's probably like plundering and pillaging uh what he could Shall plunder the village yes so he would uh, they, they would bring in the native amigos yeah they would right. bring in the native <laughs> americans and they would have these barbecues and they would cook the the hogs and all that stuff like that uh, and then it also kind of got a little, uh, uh, went a little left too, because he would also kill some of the Indians or the, I guess, Native Americans. I guess that's a politically correct term to say. Probably is, yeah, um, because they are Native Americans. Indians fine. But mm-hmm. for this podcast, Indians fine. Indians we fine. love all people. Yeah. So interesting that the, when the Indians got a taste of the, the hog, they're like, shit, this is some good stuff. <laughs> and they're like, they end up stealing hogs from uh, this guy. Uh, I, I thought it was just pretty interesting. I'm like, but that then that goes into around that time is when they started creating these barbecue sauces. They started creating these uh, um, sauces mixed with vinegar and tomato sauce and or actually tomatoes and vinegar and all that stuff like that. Is that North Carolina style? I, I guess it would be North. And I didn't. I, I saw a whole list of like different styles of barbecue sauces. And, that's a whole nother episode. Oh, yeah, that's a whole nother episode. I mean, you got your. Your Carolina, your Alabama, your Texas, Kansas City, I mean, Memphis. I mean, you go on and on and on and on. California. That's, uh, that's, a, that's a lot of sauce, man. That's a lot of sauce. <laughs> no Cali sauce. a lot of sauce. No California sauce. No. I like that. Yeah. Okay, so the first commercially produced barbecue sauce was made by the Georgia Barbecue Sauce Company in, obviously, Atlanta, Georgia. And it was advertised in, I guess it would be their, their newspaper, Atlanta Constitution, January 31st, 1909. What so was it called? What was the sauce called? That was the name of the sauce. That's Georgia Barbecue Sauce. That was 110 <laughs> years ago, man. Very Are creative. They still around? The, uh, I want to try it. Yeah. That's 110 years ago. Uh, yeah. Very creative in the, uh, the name. I think. Um, <laughs> Heinz released their barbecue sauce in 1940. And then. Were they the, the same Heinz that did the ketchup? Oh, okay. So they've yeah. been around. So the ketchup come yeah. from barbecue sauce? Yeah, no, a lot of barbecue sauces are made with ketchup. Ah. They use the ketchup and then they add the vinegar and the the I guess the molasses and I'm sure ketchup is before. and 
blah, blah, Ketchup blah. probably before. Yeah, I'm if you sure, Google but... how to try to make barbecue sauce, there's, there's a lot of recipes that call, hey, ketchup is your base. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did not know that. Pretty uh, interesting. Back in the day, uh, Heinz, um, no, I'm not Heinz, Kraft, Kraft Food, started Ketchup. making cooking oils. And along with the oil, they would attach a bag of spices to the oil to where you can start making your own barbecue sauce at home. And so that was probably like, I was probably right around the same time, 40s, 50s, or whatever. So was that like the equivalent to like nowadays where they have like people making craft beer? Mm-hmm. So they were making craft barbecue sauces. People are still back doing in those that. days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. don't talk about it as much, but there's thousands and it's thousands still, of guys yeah, making their own thing. sauces sure. right now. Okay. Okay. And I, I uh, took a little um, uh, picture of the article that I read about the Georgia barbecue sauce um, company. Uh, and I'll get John to throw it up on our Instagram page, and it, it's, and I'll read what it says. I mean, it's very, uh, and I'll kind of show you guys. I mean, it's just very kind of basic uh, print where it has a, a guy knelt over a probably an open pit with some some type of meat on it, and, and then it kind of gives Buffalo. you a little description. Then I'll read That's it to you guys. The brisket. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a big brisket. And this was, I think, 19, 1909 is when this thing was put out, and it says in the finest dressing known to culinary science. For beef, pork, mutton, fish, oysters, and game of every kind. Roasted, fried, or boiled, it's also unequaled for perfecting Brunswick stew and as for dressing for vegetables. Uh, write us uh, at once for this recipe, Bill O'Fair. I'm not really sure what that is. And try this delicious sauce. Ask your grocer for it, blah, 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 blah. Huh. Uh, oysters. But yeah, that's that was my, my first, uh, like, who's putting barbecue sauce in oysters? Well, you, 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 you said a lot of seafood yeah, you, in there as you well. Definitely so. some, you want something on oysters. <laughs> Let's be honest, right? I who's, just want a little bit of chewing an oyster anyways? You're, swal- you're yeah. supposed to swallow it, right? Yeah, you're supposed to swallow it. Then why do you need a sauce on it if you're just going to take, like take it to the house, you know? Yeah, Alden always swallows. Cheap. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I think it's, they're just taking the sauce and they're masking the flavor of oysters. Because, I mean, let's be real, I mean... Who likes the flavor of oysters? I mean, I like oysters. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I like you them. do. They're good. Yeah. Okay, maybe it's just me. I'm weird. They're yeah. fun to eat. I, yeah. I don't know. That, that, that's very the, salty. The I like saltiness. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's pretty little, solid. Little, yeah, that's good. Okay, and that's basically all I had on the the history of of barbecue sauce. Let's let's get back to the the debating barbecue sauces in these competitions. I mean, is it is it good or bad or hurting the sport? You know. I don't know, but I want a bite of that freaking burger. John's dude. wife just came over and just handed him a big ass burger. One burger. Yeah. There's four so. guys. One burger. Oh my god. Yeah. And he's <laughs> yeah. This is now going to turn into like phenomenal. an ASMR video it where John's just going to eat in front of the microphone, <laughs> uh, and we'll just all sit here and listen. Crunch the bacon's crunch. I mean, it looks mm-hmm. like a phenomenal burger. This has a cheese skirt. It's fantastic. Nice. <laughs> okay, so barbecue sauces and competitions. Do we just you're losing your clothes and everything? That's how good it do is. Do you think it's bad or good or? I mean, what do you guys think? Okay, so I probably do. You bit. like barbecue sauce? No, I actually. I, okay, yes, I do like. Bar, I like a vinegar based barbecue sauce. It's kind of my thing. Uh, the sweet barbecue sauces, I'm not really a big fan of. I don't mind it for chicken, I guess, because it's chicken. Yeah. Ribs, I prefer a rib that's not sauced or not candied. Right. I, I don't mind if it's sauced, probably, but not candied. I mean, you can eat one or two, and you're like, yeah, ugh. I'm done, right? I'm full. Uh, but the w- biggest thing I've seen here lately is that people are starting to add that to their brisket. 
Oh, I've seen that a lot. It's really like I just want to go punch him in the face. Like yeah. this is not what your beef is supposed to taste like. There's something. Hey, time. I, I'm not sure if anybody said this. I, I know someone from Houston, but this is Texas, right? So, so we are a Texas barbecue uh, podcast. We are a we're Houston, Texas. It's it's a little bit different here, right? So, like everybody thinks we're like salt and pepper. Like that's that's what we that's what Texans do. Salt pepper rubs. It's not. That's uh, that Central Texas barbecue. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> but just tell them exactly what we put on our competition. Yes. Right. Okay. Everybody, get out a pen and paper and write I, down. I know. I know. I I will do this. Yeah. You won't. Don't do that. Yeah. Do you know why? Because I'm still going to cook it. Not better, but but our timetables are yes, better. What, I think probably what's maybe hurting us a little bit is is people out there that are winning and that are pretty successful. They're saucing and glazing their briskets. But it's not like we're not allowed to. We can sauce it too if we yeah, want we to. Yeah, we can. So, I shall personally like it. Yeah. Well, that's something else. Again. I'm not going to produce something and putting put it into a box that I don't want to eat. Right, I will. If it wins, I will do it. You I don't do care. It. I'm not making it for me. I'm making it for no the competition. It's not to me. It's not even cooking at that point. Like of course not, it it's is. It's not barbecue. Barbecue is like you're putting out what you think is the best. You're not putting out what somebody else thinks is the best. Then you're not gonna win. <sighs> hey, I got trophies. Says yeah. I do. But so. hey, barbecue sauce also can mask the flavor. It can mask the um, dryness. I mean, you put enough sauce on it, I mean, the, the driest brisket is going to taste all moist and great. Right. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not saying I'm pro-sauce. I do love sauce. I would prefer my brisket without sauce. But if I go to a restaurant or someplace that has sauce and they're like, this is the best sauce, I want to try it. I want to taste it. I'm not going to eat it all with sauce, but I want to know what it tastes like as far as competition goes. Yeah, I'm okay with putting some sauce on there, but I want to aim to please the judges. I don't care necessarily if i would eat it that way i want to win yeah and that, and that may just be the detriment to us and our team is that we're going to do it our way and we're not going to conform to your society restrictions and no so i i, I totally get what you're saying right so the fact is i want everybody else to start using sauce on their brisket right i want them to sauce it up because i want to be the one team that serves you a piece of meat that looks like it's just should be framed or something, you know. It tastes amazing. Right. And the meat speaks for itself. Like any true barbecue cooker will tell you the meat will speak for itself. I I, I kinda fall on that yeah. side of the thing. That's that's kinda my opinion. Yeah. Well I, I, I think I think so. maybe kinda what separates us a little bit is that, I mean we cook strictly all wood. And from what I'm seeing out there, I mean, you see a lot of people that are cooking on these ugly drums. You yeah. see a lot of people that are rolling these safes and vaults from Pitmaker, which are all, all fantastic products. Um, but, I mean, you roll up there with, you know, 10 pounds of charcoal and a chunk of wood. I mean, and you cook in an oven. I mean, and then you you don't get the smoky flavor for yeah, sure. you're not getting the smoke. And no smoke now I'm just going to cover it in barbecue sauce because i mean it's it probably has liquid smoke in it you know you just buy that craft hickory honey get the hickory flavor going and then winter winter chicken dinner so to speak now you brought up craft let you know that back in the day uh the best rub they had was the uh craft honey barbecue the um best, best barbecue sauce they had i yeah. think they still have it totally won a shit ton of cook-offs with that one yeah make some honey in with it mm -hmm. throw some tabasco sauce sure sure pepper 
salt, yeah. garlic. Tabasco is horrible, by the way. Tabasco is horrible. Do it. Well, I mean, I don't. I don't like. I mean, Tabasco is okay. Cholula's pretty good. Cholula's where it's at. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I feel like. If I have to put something on what I'm eating already, I'm taking away from the taste that it's supposed to taste like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That that goes with sauce or Tabasco or Cholula or anything like that, you know? Um, I want to taste what it's supposed to taste like right like right off the pit. You know what I mean? And but, I, unless it's chicken, which I'm totally fine with dunking it in whatever you have. Right. Yes. Point. It just tastes like chicken. It yeah. tastes like chicken. Yeah. It is so. nothing. <laughs> I mean, I don't I know what else to say. I mean, it... Use it. Don't use it. Hey, you definitely use it. Yeah. Right? So if you're competition barbecuing, you're going to use sauce. Mm-hmm. You need to make a sauce. You need to make something that's flavorful. You need to make something that's uh, going to stand out. And you're going to put it on your pork. You're going to put it in your chicken. Uh, for the love of God, do not put it on your brisket. Brisket. Right? Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I think that's where we're getting at, right? I mean, people putting on their brisket now. Yeah. So now, now it's a competition of sauce rather than the meat. Yeah, and that, that's think what... About what it, originally led me to this this uh question to you guys like is this even a barbecue competition anymore or is it a barbecue sauce competition it sounds like it's going that way it's even playing field so use sauce or don't it's not like only certain teams are allowed to use it so if you want to use sauce and you think it improves your brisket go ahead yeah if not i mean i agree with you 100 percent. i mean we know where it's going so why not use it yeah don't fault people for doing it i mean we're not going to win without it yeah. if that's what the judges are looking for. Well, I think the biggest um, factor is the judges are just people that they just pulled off the street. Sure. And so these people are the ones that are making the decisions for you to advance to the final table and all that type of stuff. But if they're used to you know eating sweet, sweet baby rays uh, on everything. Then they're probably going to love it. Yeah. And they're going to be like, oh, this one tastes yeah. good. You can put the same sauce on two different briskets. And one, I mean, they're, they're going to be like, oh, this one's, they're both exceptionally well mm-hmm. because they're going to be like, well, because I like the sauce. You know what I mean? I think that's where it's going, you know, and, and we have to figure out how to, how to circumvent that, if, if that makes sense. You know, just, just, I mean, how do we overcome that? Did you say circumvent? Yeah. Circum, is that a word? Circumcise? Circumcise. That's what he meant. Okay. All right. Yeah. Circumvent, man. Uh, circumvent. Circumvent. Come back. Come back. Come back. Hello? Good word. Just thing on? Is this thing on? Circumbat. I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> yeah, edit that out, John. Anyway. Not circumbat. You can leave We that have out. to circumbat it, yes. yes. That is a word. What the hell's the matter with y'all? Anyhow. Um, Carry on. But do we have to go to, like, sauce, though? Like, is that where we're getting to at these competitions? You know, like, we're trying to get to Houston, right? Do you think those guys oh, put... We already, we, dude, we but I'm saying, though, like, do you think those guys put... I mean, sauce on their on their meats over there. You Absolutely, know? Yeah, I do. Some, I, do. I, Some do. Some don't. Like we're totally trying to. Like Houston's a good cook off. It's a commercial cook off, right? Uh, Memphis in May. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. uh, the the Jack Daniels, uh, the the, the Royale, American Royale. Yeah, like, yeah, the one in Nevada. I mean, those are all big cook offs. Like, are we good up to win? What's yeah. the one in Nevada? I think so. I'm not sure, but Pitmaker goes. I don't know, but that burger looks phenomenal. All right. Well, hey, let's. I guess we can put that to bed, and we'll we'll, you know. It'll come back up. It'll come back up for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it we're gonna. Does. We can't hit on everything today, so uh, let, let's 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 I guess transition and move on to 
not the next segment. I mean, hate saying the segment. Oh, welcome to the segment. Yeah, to yeah the not because we want to. We don't want to. Welcome to the division. This <laughs> place one and say one's better than the other. Yeah. yeah segment A and segment let's B. Let's take a commercial break. Okay, so doing my. Uh, uh, okay, uh, oh, hold on. Yes. Right. Uh, let's just go around the room. How many course lights has everybody had today? I've had zero. I have had three. Three uh, pints. Okay. I'm on three. Three for you. Anybody I've had zero. Bud lights for you. Oh, Bud Lights. You didn't ask that. Yeah, uh, He's had all the Bud nine. Lights. Nine. nine. Okay. Uh, He's just getting warmed up. All right. Yeah. So um, I, I just want to put that out there because, listen, this is probably a drinking podcast at times. It can be. As James that sound was him cracking beer. one open. So phenomenal. You'll hear that a lot. Ain't nothing wrong with that, That's man. Coca-Cola. I'm drinking should, Coke. Should we give a little bit of history on, like, our barbecue mm-hmm. background, maybe like sure. obviously, I'll just yeah. put this out there now. I'm from California. Well, originally. Tell us about Grew it. up in California. Moved tell to Texas it, ten John. years ago. Five years ago, even I could not grill a hot dog. <laughs> uh, moved to this street three years ago. Bought a grill. Started learning. Met James and Jan, and now I'm the fucking best cook there is. So you didn't meet me. Even even better. Uh, I, I met Alden also. I just did not learn anything about cooking from Alden. But he learned how to plumb. Sure. No, yeah. I learned how to call Alden if I needed plumbing. Okay, that's mm-hmm. true. Fair yeah, enough. We, okay, so we got Fair Alden, enough. plumber, ma- master plumber. I'm not a master plumber now. I, I think I'm I ask you that all the time. Just a journeyman, yeah. Yeah, journeyman plumber. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what's your barbecue background? My barbecue background is I don't like barbecue unless y'all cook it. Brisket's good. I mean, I don't. I, don't, <laughs> I do my part. I mean, I, I do, do the you fires. cook barbecue? No, hey, yeah. No, I, he I, plays a part on the team. He's not the cook, but he works the fire. He he gets shit done. I try to. I try to. I'm in charge of entertainment, guys. So, All right. And then you, you got John. Um, he uh, flies the friendly skies, so to speak. So he's up there, um, and we won't name the airline because uh, we don't want to get him in trouble. And they're not giving us any money yet. Yeah, they're not. They're not giving us those sponsor dollars. Right. So I'm a stewardess. Stewardess, that do do you get called that all the time, or what's what's your biggest pet peeve? I would actually I like to know that yeah. that answer as well. Honestly, my job is so easy. There's a lot of flight attendants. What do you like, call this yourself? Is my though? Biggest pet peeve. I don't know. Flight attendant. Yeah, I'm a flight attendant, but I call myself a stewardess. Why not? I, mean, <laughs> I, I get that every once in a while. Hey, if fifty bucks an That's hour, why not? Yeah, stewardess. Really give a shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you, by the way, and, uh, and you get to fly to all these hey. different places, dude. That's the coolest thing ever. Like, I love my job. Yeah. Not sure that everybody knows that these people are making 50 something dollars an hour every time they're flying. What about, um, I know I said your biggest pet peeve, um, what, what annoys you, what bugs you about the customers that come in, either requesting something or... Entitled uh, people, I'm sure. Just yeah, being, that's probably it. People yeah. that are just being assholes. Yeah. But honestly, my biggest pet peeve is flight attendants that bitch about their job. Ooh, nice, because <laughs> there's there's so many of them. They come to the back, and we're like, you know, we're getting the drinks ready. I'm like, oh, I had three people order a hot chocolate. I'm like, you're making fifty dollars an hour. Well, make then make a hot make a hot chocolate. God yeah, damn it. if you don't like it, make an go extra do something one. else. <laughs> Jeez, you signed up for this shit. This yeah. is a super easy. I'll job. make the crap out of some hot chocolates for right. that much, dude. I'm not I'm not making this shit up. People yeah. bitch about it. They come back. Oh, I had three hot chocolates and a hot tea. I'm like. Dude, make that shit. Yeah. yeah, take it to them and then smile and say, "Do you want another one?" Yeah, it, that happens everywhere. I mean, everybody. I mean, 
everybody hates their job, right? I mean, nobody likes to work. There may be a few, nobody likes to work. Handful of people out there that actually love what they do and love love going to work and all that stuff like that. I mean, and I do too. I mean, I love my job. And uh, well, now I'm in the minority, I guess. Alden is a minority. (laughs) I am. I am Filipino, uh, kind of. All right. So, uh, so, so we heard John's. You heard Al's barbecue, uh, mm-hmm. or just kind of background. James, what's yours? Uh, my background in barbecue, uh, and I have a, a pretty extensive culinary background. Uh, no, I'm just bullshitting. I, don't, I, I learned everything pretty much from uh, either my mom or my Uncle Gene or Jan. Primarily a lot from Jan. Uh, Jan got into doing the, the, the competition barbecue way, way before I did, and... and uh, I learned a lot of stuff from him. So, and we're talking growing back uh, like 20 years ago or something like that. I mean, that's how long we've been kind of in the, in the barbecue game, so to speak. Um, it's almost like we're in the rap game. Like we're, we're in the barbecue game. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, pretty much it. I mean, just grilling, barbecuing my whole life. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. Jan, let's hear it. I know you've been doing I, this I, longest. I, no, not really. I mean, same amount of time, 20 years. I mean, your pit does say Dylan. your name on it. It does, yeah. Pit's got name on it. What does uh, your, your brother think about that? I think he's fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, no, it's I'm, our pit. I'm good with it. So, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, twenty plus years competition cooking, uh, last days of cooking, uh, maybe a little drunk cooking. We've had some. <laughs> Just uh, a little. We've had some. <laughs> we've, we've had some drunk cook-offs that we've done. Um, we've burned a lot of shit. We burnt shit. We've shown up late. We, we've we've learned. We've grown as a team. I think we've changed a lot just since I started. I've been here, what, two and a half, three years yeah. with well, the team. I would say without things a doubt. Things have changed a lot since Without then. a doubt. It's a little more serious. We're in it to win it. We are. And I think that we're, we're actually winning. So, mm-hmm. But, hey, we have a um, hopefully uh, many episodes to come, so we don't have to get all up into all of our our business all in one episode uh i guess we can save a little save a little for the next episode but the so people want to hear the good stuff uh, they man. do yeah I mean, the people sure want to hear the good stuff we could just probably sit here another hour or two <laughs> just sitting there just bullshitting and talking or whatever but uh let, let me transition to okay so before we kind of close stuff out uh, uh i'm fe- came across this article and, and i'm a lot of these guys know i mean i, I like i like horror movies i like i like uh true crime shit uh um so when I'm doing research on barbecue and I'm trying to come up with like uh, maybe something barbecue related that might be uh, a little horror related or a little um, um, true crime-ish related or just odd, weird barbecue news or whatever. So I came across this article and I wanted to read it to you guys and just kind of get your thoughts on um, what you guys think about it. Okay, so this uh, this happened in 2004 uh, when this uh I'm going to say gentlemen, but again, I don't want to be probably gender, what do you call it? Uh, um, uh, neutral, gender uh, neutral type, I don't know. person's name is Shannon. Uh, Shannon Sharp. Wisnet. Wisnet? Oh, I don't know. Wiz, Wisnet? I don't know. Wisnet? Uh, and it says he uh, bought oh. a used barbecue smoker, and the last thing he was expecting to find inside was a leg. It was John Wood's leg, to be exact. His left leg was amputated after it was damaged beyond uh, repair in a plane crash. Uh, ironically, still attached to his leg, Wood decided to keep it. The limb was kept on ice until he was evicted from his home 
in Greensville, South Carolina, and forced to live in his van. Uh, right off the bat, I mean, probably just doesn't sound that. What's going on? That do, guy's doesn't sound brain, stable at right? all. I it's mean, like, look, I know I've lost a leg, but I'm going to keep it. Is this the the story with the storage unit? He bought the storage unit, and it happened to be in the barbecue. That's is this something different. No, that, this is uh, it. Might be a different one. Okay. Well, God, I hope is there multiple <laughs> finding body parts. <laughs> There's a lot of. I mean, if you haven't heard of big barbecue story. <laughs> okay, so he he was he was evicted. Uh, he was forced uh, to live in his van. His leg was then wrapped and placed inside the barbecue smoker, and then it was put in storage. You're right, John. It's got to be. Mm. God, man. John knows his amputees, man. John knows his amputees. I, I don't know. Like, like, that's got to, like, they like flesh rotten. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. how they wrapped it, I guess. Like, it, no, it's not wrapped. It's He said he wrapped it. Yeah, yeah, he wrapped no, it no, up. No, I get that. In foil? No, uh, it wasn't foil. I'm gonna guess it wasn't foil. I'm yeah. gonna go with saran wrap. <laughs> now we probably did a freezer pack type deal. Yeah, I don't we've know. all probably been guilty of leaving stuff on the barbecue pit. Yes, definitely. Uh, we've gone to barbecue just competitions today. <laughs> just today. Just we today. We Weber up today. Did a little grill on some steaks. Uh, what do we find, James? Two full links of sausage, <laughs> just right sitting there, there for a Boom. week. Are we talking beef sausage? Uh, I think it was pork, pork sausage. Pork mm. sausage. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, yeah. uh, but I mean, imagine a leg. You would probably. <laughs> Every time you look in the mirror, like, oh, I'm missing my leg. Oh, hey, remember I put put my leg in the smoker. So uh, when he missed his rent payments for the storage facility. It's an artificial leg. Are are you? I don't think so. It's not an artificial leg. Is this guy a pirate? Is he a pirate? This has to be artificial. (laughs) There's no way nobody puts a human leg on a goddamn pit. It's not happening. Let me me finish. Okay, Okay, so the storage facility owner held a garage sale. The human leg filled smoker and all oh was sold. Disgusting. Uh, looks like he, uh, get this, the guy that bought it, the Shannon, he, he's a, a, I guess, kind of a crafty, maybe an entrepreneur. Storage Wars guy? Yeah, entrepreneur. So yeah. his plan was that he's going to charge adults $3 and children $1 to take a sneak peek at the lost leg in the smoker. Yeah, that sounds like hey, a stool on that a little bit. All I'm saying yeah, is that's know. a a $3 idea. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of a... I don't know. I'm going to see it. Yeah. You, you ever uh, see that movie? That's why there's $3. Oh, John. You ever see that movie Tremors that uh, where they get the... Uh, the Kevin Bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get the Graboid or whatever the, whatever it was called. Oh, the Tremors. Yeah, yeah. And then the Asian dude that owned the store, he's like, he set it up and he was going to uh, sell photos. Take, get your picture taken with the grab boy. This is kind of what this reminds me of a little bit. But how mentally stable are you that you're, you're going to start charging people you're to come not. take a look at this <laughs> well, right, so it's leg? Cool, right? Yeah. Like, what are the odds? That's, that's kind of the question you should ask. What are the odds? What are the odds that somebody actually wanted to keep their leg and then stored it in a barbecue pit? What are the odds that the same person that got the storage contents out of it turned around and turned Charging people to look under the lid. Yeah, that's like, two crazy. Like, you're two crazy people. Yeah, like, that's, exactly. Okay, that's so amazing. But this story doesn't have a that does have a happy ending. Okay, um, the North Carolina police stepped in, and they returned the leg to its original owner. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm returned the leg to the original real. owner. Well, yeah, and it, it basically the article finishes up with whether or not Wood has the leg now. It's unknown. Uh, but this came from like uh, I think it was Reader's Digest in Canada. Uh, was the the article that I that I so uh, somebody had to preserve from. this leg, right? Canadians, yeah, they had yeah. to preserve this leg <laughs> and return it to its its owner, pretty much. If you think about it, yeah, it's again. There's 
there's crazy people out there. That's why we that's why we get together and we hang out and we barbecue and you know the the act of barbecuing and just being with family and friends and letting the good times roll, so to speak. No doubt, it's horrible. Yeah. That's horrible. I agree. Okay. I agree. I hope I never lose a leg. I think we might have just recorded our first podcast, guys. I mean, what do y'all think? I think so. Uh, congrats. I'm going to fist bump somebody now. Right. Yep. Fist Great bump. job, uh, Alden, James. Yep. Fist bump, James. It, it oh. may take us another um, three months to get the second Ooh. episode up, but uh, yeah. Hey, stick tune. Like it. Click it. Review it. Subscribe. I, subscribe. subscribe. I don't even know. Not to mention, hey, yeah. listen, guys, we're going to have a lot of barbecue talk on this thing. So today was kind of like front heavy about also this Also a lot that. of not barbecue talk. We're going to be a mix, but yes, there, we, we will give you some tips. We, we will help you out. Without a doubt. All right. Uh, take care, guys. <laughs> out.